Welcome back to another episode of an Extra Dose podcast. We're so glad to be back with you guys. Hope you guys are having a great fall so far. It's definitely cooling off here in Texas. I mean, not really during the day, but at night, it's the lows are definitely dropping. We just got back from a walk. So we definitely are feeling the colder, well, cooler weather. It was like 60s or like high 60s maybe low 60s I don't know but it definitely I had like a uh, pullover on top which I haven't had to wear in a long time so we are definitely feeling the temps here but I don't know I know you guys in the east coast you guys get cooler weather I think starting now in September mid-September I think is what someone told me so um I'm sure you guys are still well I guess the fall is still nice so I can't really complain too much about that but we wanted to share on the on the fall topic we wanted to share some fall inspired recipes with you guys because we did um, some recipe ideas in the last episode or the episode before that and we we wanted to continue that trend just because I know you guys are always loving the food and fitness content so we're trying to keep that going so we're going to share a few we're going to share five fall recipes that you guys can try and incorporate as like your lunch dinner snacks etc so First, we're going to share a pumpkin spice latte. I will share the link, recipe link in the show notes for all the recipes that I talk about. But first, that's like obviously a very popular drink. And Starbucks, I think, is the one that came up with it, I think, originally. But if you guys, I mean, nothing against the Starbucks one, but if you're wanting to save a little bit more calories and maybe not calories, but more like have more natural ingredients in it, because if you guys follow Food Babe, you might have seen that she will kind of uncover all the uh, ingredients in certain drinks and stuff at Starbucks and different fast food chains and stuff like that. She'll like uncover it. So we thought we'd share like a better alternative. It's not necessarily like lower calorie, but I think it's just better ingredients for your body and easier to process. So we love this recipe. We'll share the link below. Basically, all you have to use is pumpkin spice, This the seasoning or the... I guess is it a seasoning? I don't know. It's yeah. Okay, seasoning, and then um, it sounds that sounds like pepper, but like I don't know. I guess it's a seasoning. Uh, okay, I guess an ingredient, and then you use the pumpkin puree. You can get like organic in a can, and then obviously your brewed coffee. You can do decaf or regular, and we always like to use organic coffee beans or coffee grounds to make our coffee. So I think you just um, in the recipe it tell, it tells you exactly what to do, but it's pretty simple and it tastes really good. And you guys will feel a lot better drinking it, I'm sure. So that one's an easy one to incorporate. Anytime, well, you can have it not in the fall too. I think I might go make one um, tomorrow. But I love pumpkin. Sam is not like, well, I guess you like pumpkin. But I, since I was young, this is Alexis speaking, I loved pumpkin. I was obsessed with it. Every time we'd go to, to dinner or somewhere they had pumpkin, I would always get pumpkin pie or like, Anything pumpkin flavored and Sam was never really a fan of it, but maybe it's wrong on you. I don't know. Um, and then the other recipes that we're going to share. Yes. So I, there's a ton of breakfast ones that sound so good. One of them is overnight oats, but you make them apple pie. So you cut up some apples and you put like cinnamon, pumpkin spice, stuff like that. But we'll share all the recipes. I'm not going to like give you guys step by step. You're, you're not going to, I know, but you're not going to, I know you probably won't be making these while you're listening to the podcast. So we'll put the links for all of those as well. Um, but um, they have some really good, well, I'll start with the breakfast ones just to make it a little bit easier. So I share the apple pie one. There's also pumpkin steel cutouts. So 
very fall-esque as well. And I like how they're kind of, so the steel, you can do steel cut or regular oats. Those would be good, like if you want something warm in the mornings, especially when it's cooler out. The, um, the breakfast parfait that's like with the overnight, or sorry, it wasn't overnight oats, my mistake. I meant, I was looking at it and I was saying, my brain was thinking uh, chia seed pudding, but I said overnight oats. You could honestly do either. Um, I love a good granola with, um, like, you can use maple syrup and cinnamon and apples. You can just do nuts. Um, there's a recipe for a carrot cake baked oatmeal. Again, uses Yum. oats. So you can just, your grocery list could be very simplified. You just buy a lot of the same stuff and make different things. I love that. A carrot cake smoothie. Um pumpkin pie breakfast bars you can also do similar stuff and make them in a little donut pan like make pumpkin or apple cider donuts love those for fall so we will put the recipe for the links for those and then going off more on the savory end for lunch or dinners i would definitely want to make this stuffed butternut squash with quinoa cranberries and kale and honestly we will share the recipe for that as well, but there is a really easy way to do it. We shared it on our Instagram, a reel, a while back, and we did that. You can buy the quinoa that's in the bag, and it already has the kale and the quinoa and the garlic, and it's already all prepared, so that'll save you like a huge step. Um, you could add the cranberries in. You could add more kale and then just cook the butternut squash, and you'd have a very quick meal for you and anyone else you're serving with very quickly. They had a recipe for a really yummy chili. Chili just always sounds so good when it's cooler out. And this one's butternut squash chili. So you can include, you can even include some beans. I've seen chili just with the beans, but you don't add the meat. Of course, if you guys aren't plant-based, you can add meat. Same kind of idea as the butternut squash, but you do pumpkin lasagna boat. So you could do it with, um, obviously meat, or you could use, just do beans or veggies in it. And then I've seen some really good risotto. You could do that with rice or quinoa or cauliflower rice. This one's a butternut squash risotto. So we'll put all those recipes at the bottom. Um, links for you guys to check them out if you're looking for recipes. But yeah, we're, we're definitely going to be making some of those. Yes. And then another thing that we get, we love to drink really all year, but in the fall, loving to have these hot are the Modest Mixed Teas. We've shared those in a couple episodes in the past, and we truly love them. They are organic, wild-crafted, and fair-trade ingredients, and we love teas, especially at night. I love to drink them, but you can also drink them iced, or if you prefer them hot, I feel, I feel like everyone in the, in the fall, when it starts getting cooler out, likes to have warmer drinks. But I love them because the names, first of all, the names are so fun and catchy, like Badass Babe, you're fucking awesome. Go to fuck to sleep. Obviously, that was a sleep one. But literally, all their teas are so great. And they have this really cool thing called a tea straw that basically allows you to put the loose leaf tea in this glass mason jar drinking thing, drinking jar. And you can use the straw without having to, to um, put the tea, the tea leaves like in a separate bag or like a strainer or anything like that. Because normally if you brew a tea with the, with the loose leaf tea, you'll have to put it like in some kind of like little thing to seep it in, like a like a metal thing or um, something that you can, like a bag or something. But this straw allows you to drink it without having to, to do any of that. Super easy. And I love drinking it on the go as well. So if you guys want to check them out, we have a code that is gives you 20% uh, off and it's 
AN Extra Dose 20. So an Extra Dose 20, and thanks to Modest Mix for sponsoring this episode. So next topic, I have been getting so many girls wanting more dating, you know, dating topics and like somewhat content like that. And while I'm not going to like share my personal stuff as much, I wanted to share, you know, I know I've been getting some messages, well, actually a lot between my friends and just girls that follow me. Dating is really hard and I feel like the online dating apps and social media is great, but I feel like it's also since COVID, like the last two years, I feel like it's definitely made it more challenging at times just because in my opinion, and I've heard this from other girls too, that people like, I think they're just kind of looking around for the next best thing. They're like, oh, I can keep looking and see what's next instead of just like focusing on that person uh, which I've been guilty of at times, but I think if you really like somebody, in my opinion, and you just like focus on that person because you're like, let's see where this goes because I really like them. But I understand too that like people also want to like look around and like see, you know, oh, can I find a better match for myself? And I understand you should be selective, but I think the apps have kind of done a disservice for people in that regard and then like, you know, social media too. But I've talked about that before on here, just like how it's very easy to find something you don't like about someone or like through all the stalking materials, but it can also be helpful at the same time. So I feel like the most thing that I get from my friends is like, yeah, like the conversation kind of dies off or you go out once or twice and then you never hear from them again or, um, you know, it's just people are just talking to a lot of other people. So it's kind of like you kind of get lost in the mix. But I think, well, I think that's okay. I think it can be kind of hard. And again, I'm just hearing like the girls' side, so I'm sure it happens to the men as well. But all my friends kind of have the same. It doesn't matter what city you're in. It's kind of the same situation. But I wanted to share some tips that I think have helped me and like, I, you know, my friends too and like what we kind of say to each other in this like whole dating world because I know there's a lot of single girls that listen to this or maybe you have a friend that's single and is struggling. So I just want you guys to know like you're definitely not alone. It's really hard and I am very selective. So I think it's, you know, that makes it even more challenging, but you really shouldn't settle. So definitely just keep that in mind and know that you're not, you're not going through this alone. But I think one tip, and obviously this depends, you know, how direct you want to be like very early on in dating them or like going out, but communicating your needs and like what you're expecting. So if you're only looking for like hookups or you don't want anything serious, I think it's good to communicate that because maybe the guy is looking for something serious or maybe you're looking for something serious and they're, you know, they're not. So again, they could mislead you. They could just say, tell you what you want to hear, but I would honestly just follow their actions tell them what you expect but then also see what their actions are if they if you think they're not really showing that or they're doing something different than what they said then obviously I would you know take you know take that into account and kind of do what you take the action that you think is necessary um and this is this is a really hard one that I think a lot of my friends and I like struggle with at times and that's um not not getting too attached to someone that you don't really know really well but I think girl as females and I, I know I'm guilty of this as females we will oftentimes start talking to someone and you think of like this whole you think of like the whole you know all of dating them and like getting married to them and all that stuff or like at least like a good amount of the future with them but you don't really know them and you don't know anything about them and I'm very guilty of this at times so you know when you finally think you feel a like connection with someone and then you and then you like see like oh I could date them and like I could see myself with them and then it's like you barely don't even know them or anything like you don't really know them truly and like you're still learning some about them 
And then my friends and I at times will be like all devastated by it. But you, in the scheme of things, I mean, it's really hasn't been that long and you'll meet someone else or whatever, but it is hard because I'm someone that gets attached, you know, after a little bit. So it's hard to kind of break that cycle, but it's important to keep that in mind. Um, and then if someone's just kind of like, I think the ghosting thing is like really probably one of the biggest like issues with dating, I think, days because people don't really want to, I mean, sometimes you don't need to necessarily explain why you didn't like not ghosting, but like not going out with them. And again, but I think it is important to, and I, I've tried to do this in dating to, um, just kind of be, at least let them know like, okay, I don't, I don't see myself pursuing this longer. Like, you know, that you don't feel it or you just, you know, you're not, you're not feeling taking it further with them. I think it's better to let someone know than just to kind of leave them on red, but everyone, you know, I've done it at times and people have done it to me. So I think that is something that we've kind of just accepted as like an okay thing to do, but I really don't think it is because then that person left wondering. Of course, they figure it out eventually, but I don't think it's like the quote right thing to do. I think it's better to let that person know and give them like, you know, I think they deserve that. Um, I also think that if someone's not reaching out and you like want to talk to somebody, I think it's definitely okay to reach out to them. Of course, you don't want to be doing it like every time because then, in my opinion, you can't really gauge the interest. But I do think it's one of those things like when I was a lot younger, I was like, no, I'm not texting them. I'm never reaching out. But now I'm like, you know, if I want to talk to them, I'll reach out. I don't think it's like tip for top, but I think it's okay to put in the effort and show that you want to talk to them sometimes and you're thinking of them, you know. But I think it's also like you got to like, there you see a balance like you can't be doing all the time we were watching he's just not that into you the other night and it makes me laugh because it's literally what happened in dating even though that movie is not new it's just funny to see like all the different couples and like if you haven't seen it it's hilarious and if you haven't seen it in a while in your dating you guys will love it because you relate to it i mean i do at least um I think that it's also important when I was younger, I would just go on like, <laughs> sounds so bad. I just go on like so many dates and not because it was like free dinner or whatever, just because I'm like, oh, okay, he seems nice. I would go out with him. But now I'm like, if I don't see myself, like I'm unattracted, you know, I know this is like a little harsh, but if I'm not feeling like, okay, I can see myself with them, you know, even if I, even if they had a great personality or whatever, I just, I don't go out because it's, it's honestly not fair to the person and for me, I already know, like, I think ask yourself, are you the type of person that, that it could grow with if they have like, a really good personality or is it not? Because for me, it's just like, I've learned from, you know, dating that it just doesn't grow enough. Like I might like them more, but it doesn't grow enough for me to like, to not be, um, you know, to keep, keep pursuing it, uh, seriously. But you know, everyone's different. I know a lot of people we've had matchmakers on here and they're like, no, you just don't ever know what you could change and you could grow. And I'm just like, that's not me. I don't know if that was ever you, Sam, but it wasn't me. No. So I think it's important to actually go on dates that excite you. Like you should be excited to go out with that person. I mean, again, maybe you're not having a good day. Maybe you're tired. You're like, oh, I don't really don't feel like going. But I don't think definitely don't force yourself to go. And it's different if someone's setting you up, right? But like from an app, I'm saying. Um, I think this is a big one is don't ignore red flags. I think in your mind, I know someone asked me the other day, well, what are red flags that you look for? And I'm like, I don't know which ones are important, which ones aren't. I mean, I think that's very personalized. I mean, there are some like general ones, you know, like, um, then like their actions following through with their words. And, um, if they don't, don't respond to you for like, you know, like two days or something, then they just like reappear and act like nothing's going on. I think that's, 
Um, unless like they have like a legitimate reason. I think that's kind of like disrespectful in a way because I know you don't really know them, but I think, I mean, my friends do that sometimes like, Oh, I forgot my answer. You know, that's fine. But you're just first impressions. You're just getting to know this person. And I think, you know, some people, maybe you have a busy week with work. If it's like one time, I think it's okay. But if it keeps happening, it's kind of like a sign that they're talking to like a lot bunch of other people and they're just, they can't keep track of like all their messages. But again, that's what dating is. So I think there's certain things that you can let slide early in the, be in the beginning stages, but I think later on you've got to be more firm. Um, I'm trying to think about the red, I mean, can you think of any of the red flags? I, I mean, there's obviously like communication is big, like, you know, then, oh, making plans. This is another big one that I've heard from a lot of my friends and it's happened to me at times, but I think if somebody, you know, they can be texting you, but if somebody's not making the effort to make plans and ask you out, I think that's a red flag. Like if it's been like three weeks and they still haven't like made plans or like you're both in town, but, and, and they're, they don't have much going on, but they're, like, they're not asking you out. It's happened to me. It's happened to a lot of my friends. And it just, to me, shows that like they are free, but they're going on other dates with other people. And especially, and then I think it's okay to express interest in like wanting to do something or suggesting something because I've done that too. But in the end, that person clearly wasn't like, I think they were interested in someone else or whatever. But I think it's important to express that you're interested, but also, um, you know, I would also see if they initiate plans because that shows that they want to, I mean, if they're interested in you, they want to see you. I mean, I just, I fully believe that unless there's like, they're really busy or something with work. But like, if it's been like weeks, I think that's probably a sign. And then this is kind of like the red flags to follow your intuition. And I said that, I've said that a lot of times. And if you feel like something's off, I mean, obviously sometimes you could be wrong early on, but if you keep getting that feeling, then you're probably right. And your gut intuition always knows. So I think definitely listen to it. Don't ignore it. Don't ignore yourself. And I've said this before too, share your location. Same has my location on, but um, share your location with friends or family if you're going to go on a date just so they can find you. If anything happens, I mean, God, you know, that is, obviously I don't wish that upon anybody, but there have been crazy things that have happened like in the news and stuff. So make sure that someone knows where you're going and if they can track you, that, that's even better because they can find you if something happens. Um, and this is another thing that I wasn't like that big of a thing when I first started dating like you know when I've been single like years ago but now it's like checking asking for your Instagram because there's a lot of catfishing that takes place and I've caught several people over the years and um and I know some of my friends are like new on the apps so, like why are they asking for like my Instagram but it's because they want to make well they probably want more pictures of you that are not um you also can find some yeah, when I was on the app I'd be like I did not share my Instagram at all mm-hmm. I didn't want anyone knowing what I did for work like I don't want them to be able to find all this information about me until I went on a date with them, but now I'm like, no, I would definitely want to know their Instagram. I'd want to see, like, yeah, see what they're about, like, see what they're posting, and which could be good or bad because, like, sometimes I don't know, like, I sometimes you might see their posts and be like, I don't like them anymore, and judge them on that. But sometimes it also tell you more about them, so you're like, it's good that you saw them, and also like, well, yeah, you want to make sure they're a real person. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would definitely check that out because like I said it's happened to me. Um, the other things, I mean, I think it's okay. It's good to be upfront, like I said, with what you're looking for, but also, you know, ask them about who they dated, you know, maybe not the first date, but if it comes up, okay. But you can, I think in the next few dates after that, like what's their dating history? Um, you know, like obviously what are they looking for? But again, people can be kind of just not really share, be honest with that. Um, I think it's good to try different activities. Like maybe you guys go to dinner one day, but like, do interactive stuff too, like fun activities. Like I've done like 
mini golf with dates. I've done like um, like fun activities like that that you can get to know each other. So there's so many things to do and I, you can always adjust ideas to them too, which is fun. But those are like all my tips. I know they're kind of the, some are kind of like obvious, but I was also doing some research on what like where to meet people if you don't want to do the apps and um, I think and this is like what people and my friends suggest too. Um, like going to like grocery stores like Whole Foods and Trader Joe's are good places to meet people. I mean, I haven't, I haven't necessarily happened to me, but I need to go first. <laughs> Coffee shops. And then like if you have like, you know, if you like working out like a workout class, but I think those are a little bit harder to meet someone. Or if you're, you know, into your church or whatever, you can go to that. I know a lot of people have met people that way. Another, obviously friends can set you up, but if you don't have a lot of friends that have single people, that's obviously more challenging. And then also if you do like, any kind of um, activities like beach volleyball or like sand volleyball, they have that in Dallas, or like you do like any of these um, uh, softball leagues or anything like that, I think you can meet people that way. Of course, I don't really do any of those, but <laughs> it's worth a shot. And I know a lot of people don't really want to do the apps or they tried them and it hasn't been successful for them, but those are some of my tips. Yes, so hopefully that helps you guys. I know dating is tough. So, I mean, I, I've been through it myself, um, and obviously I watch Alexis going through it, so I know it's not easy, um, but hopefully that helps. And our last topic for today, we wanted to share some new Amazon, well, new for us, Amazon finds that we are going to try out, and we wanted to share them with you guys. They are very popular on Amazon, so you might have seen them on Instagram, but if you're not on Instagram a lot or you haven't seen them, hopefully these will be things that will be useful for you. So we're going to share some that, whatever, some that we, <laughs> whatever, some that we like. So first, I definitely want to get these when I move. They are a nine-pack refrigerator mats, and they're washable, so they're waterproof, but I love how you can wash them, and if you are like, I hate when my fridge gets dirty, you get like stains on it, so it'd be super nice to wipe everything off and then put these uh, mats kind of inside. They're like kind of like what car mats are, basically, and you put these inside, and you line them, and they come in like different colors, so I just feel like it looks really organized, and just, I always think it like reminds me of the container store, so... Another thing I want to get are these silicone narrow ice cubes. So, you know, when you always, you know, if you always put ice cubes, if you're, if you like, sometimes I don't use my refrigerator to make ice cubes because I have the filtered osmosis that I like to use. So I meant to say filtered water, but I use the reverse osmosis in our house. So I don't like using the refrigerator as much for the ice cubes. So I like, if I'm going to use ice cubes, I like using ice trays for that reason so these are great because you can stick them in your water bottle if you ever realize if you use normal ice cubes they will literally get stuck you can't put them in your water bottle so these are made vertically so that they fit perfectly in there so and they have a little cover as well on prime and then this one i've seen quite a bit it is a strainer that's silicone and you like snap it onto the pan or to the pot so you don't have to worry about like pouring it into something else you literally just hold the pot you attach it and the water will drain through the holes on there through the strainer and you can keep all the pasta hot in the pan in the pot so i really like that this one's another thing that taylor actually has it and i i like his because his has is in a little stand i have one but it doesn't have a stand so this is a milk frother and it has a little stand so I like his like I said because it can just stand up on the sh counter and you don't have to like dig around for it in the drawer and I like using that on my decaf I put um, 
almond milk in there. And then in the mornings also, I'll have, I mean, once in a very blue moon, I have regular coffee, but normally I have my matcha from pink tea that I love and I put almond milk in that too. So I like just love frothing it up. Um, it does work better. I mean, they make the wooden frother like whisk, but I like using the milk frother better. Um, Alex can share some. I have some more, but I'll let her. So you guys don't have to hear me. Okay. So the other one that I found that I want to order are these silicone lunchbox. They're collapsible food storage containers and they have lids and they're cute. They're this little pink color, but they come in other colors and I like how they collapse down for storage and then they are like, um, silicone. So I love that for like the food. It's like a lot safer. And then another one that I want to order is this uh, nylon belt bag. It's like a Lululemon dupe. There's actually two on Amazon that I've we, seen. We did order one. Yeah, we but this one. is a different one. Oh. It's like a blush, like a rusty blush color. It's really cute. It comes in black and olive green too, but it's a lot more affordable because I know the Lululemon ones always sell out, and this one's only 22 bucks. And then the other thing that I want to order for my new house are these pasta bowls. They're 32 ounces, like serving bowls, and they're ceramic. They come in a pack of six, and they have 1,700 reviews, five stars. So I definitely want to order these. They're really nice for pictures too. Okay, so a few more. My mom actually has these drinking glasses, and I found a set on Amazon that comes with the glass straws. And I love the glasses. Taylor used one to make us, like he put a smoothie in there when we were at their house. And it, they just look so aesthetically pleasing. They just look like little, they're really thin glass, and then the lip coming, it looks like a Coke can the way it comes up. And I like how they're all glass. So you have to wear out the plastic, and it comes in a pack of four with the four straws. So I love that little set. Um, it also make a really good gift for someone that, you know, with some other things that they're, if they're moving into a new house. Um, um, and this is another thing. Taylor has one of these in his apartment. They've been around for a while, but the olive oil spray, if you don't have one, they're really good to have it. You can control how much you're spraying, which I love. It's good for spraying on like salads or vegetables. That way you're not pouring like the whole bottle on your, on your veggies or salad. They also have, which I am going to get one as well, it is the storage organizers for your kitchen. So you can put your all your like foil, um, saran wrap, plastic wrap, and then all your little baggies, like the quart size, the all the different size sandwich, snack, and you can organize it so you don't have all those like boxes like floating around. They have a wooden one, and then my mom has a glass, like an acrylic one. That's really nice too. I just, I, I love how like organized and clean it looks. And then... I actually want to try this. It's called the pink stuff. I've seen so many good reviews on it and it's an all-purpose cleaner. Like apparently you can use it like on a million things. There's 150,000, actually almost 151,000, almost five-star reviews. So clearly it works really well. Um, and then the last thing is we have a portable vacuum cleaner, but this one has 45,000 reviews. So I really want to wow. try this one. It's a Black & Decker. And it looks a little bit bigger than the one, well, it's handheld, but it has really good reviews. And I, I, we use the one we have a lot, but I kind of want to look into getting this one because it looks really good and it's great for, I love using it. Like if you, if you already vacuumed your floors, but you just need to like do a quick cleanup. It's really good around the kitchen or on area rugs. If like, if you're literally too lazy to pull your vacuum out, but it's really good for having pets or you have little kids and you spill something. It's so easy like I've one time spilled Lucy's food everywhere and it was so much easier using that than like taking out my whole vacuum cleaner and like picking up all the crumbs etc etc so I really like I really wanted to, I have a huge list of things I need to order now so we will report back but in the meantime you guys can try them out as well um 
But that's all we have for this week's episode. It's a little bit shorter and sweeter, but hopefully it kept you guys entertained on your walks. Um, that's when I listen to a lot of podcasts or your drive home from work or traveling, etc. But hopefully that those were some helpful tips and some things you can try out. Um, we will be back soon with another episode, hopefully sooner than later. <laughs> um, you guys know how life gets, but thank you so much for tuning in. If you guys could do us a huge favor and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, if you enjoyed this episode or some of our other ones, we would so appreciate it. And as always, you can always message us on Instagram at alexis.bellbell or myself at Samantha Bellbell. And we'll be happy to help or talk about a topic on here as well. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be back soon.